Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone. Welcome to I Am Angela podcast, where we examine ourselves for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. We work day and night, making sure that we strive to be more like Christ. Well, I want to say good morning to everybody, and good morning to you too, Minister Walla. How are you? Good morning. Good morning to you and to everyone. I'm doing good. How about you? I am wonderful. How was your week? It was good. I just thank God for being here. Thank God for bringing me through another week. There you go. And the weeks are going by so fast. It seems like here we are are. getting ready to go into April. Can you believe that Easter is coming up? Oh, half of the year going to be gone before we knew it. Um, I was telling a co-worker yesterday, I said, I don't know about you, but this week went by kind of fast. It is so, going by really fast. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's preparing for Easter and whatnot. When I look outside this morning, I said, well, the grass has gotten greener. <laughs> it is time for the lawnmowers <laughs> yeah. to start back up again. And I look forward oh, to yeah. that. I look forward to that fresh grass smell, even though I can't be out in the middle of too long because of mm-hmm. allergies. But is definitely I like the changing of the seasons. Yeah, especially fall. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of when it's really, really hot. Yeah, but I just anything um, is good with me except winter, especially because yeah. I'm a cold nature person. Okay, yeah. So it don't well, take long for me to get cold. Well, we're gonna we're gonna, we're about to go into some heat. We're starting off light with the spring, but we're about to get some heat. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, so today we have a great day. We have a great topic. Our topic today is calling upon the Lord. Calling upon the Lord. We've yeah. had so many things. We, you and I have talked um, during this week about all the different things that are going on out in the world. You know, how so many not only are people dealing with issues within their home when it comes to their jobs and um, their living quarters and whatnot, but people are dealing with things outside. It seems like people are fighting and people are warring against one another. And the word tells us that we don't war against flesh and blood, but against principalities, you know, against rulers of darkness. There's other things that we cannot see that are causing havoc that people are falling into. They're falling into these pits that are causing them to do things that God would not have us to do. And so we're gonna talk a little bit today from Psalms 142. Psalms 142, because it tells us what we should do. It tells us in these times of trying, in these times of chaos, in these times of fighting, that we should not be fighting against one another. Do not waste your strength on fighting in the flesh, because that's not going to get you anywhere. That's only going to get us into more turmoil, into more anger, into fighting each other more. But we are to turn our focus toward God. So um, I wanted to bring up the fact that what what really got my attention this week was the story about the Texas Roadhouse. Um, I guess he was a founder. That's what he is. He's a founder. Mm -hmm. Um, Kent Taylor dies after struggle with post-COVID symptoms. Just so I don't um, get any of the information, I don't misquote it. I'm going to read a little bit about him. 
It says Texas Roadhouse restaurant founder and CEO Kent Taylor died by suicide last week at age 65 after what his family described as a battle with post-COVID related symptoms, including severe tinnitus. He was, he's being remembered by his family, the Louisville-based company in Kentucky Leaders, as an industry legend who put people first, growing the restaurant chain to more than 600 domestic locations in nearly three decades and paying forward through philanthropic contributions along the way. It said, um, it is not clear when Taylor was diagnosed with COVID-19. The statement says that he battled and fought hard like the former track champion that he was, but the suffering that greatly intensified in recent days became unbearable. And I want to stop right there. So unbearable to where he committed, committed suicide. And this is where we are in our country today. Last year was, uh, I hate to call it horrible, but it a lot of horrible things happened, yes. you know, in last mm -hmm. year. And so, the, you know, with all the deaths that took place with people losing family members, people losing their jobs, people losing their companies, it was a lot that took place that causes a lot of frustration, causes a lot of depression, causes a lot of people to give up, you know, and say, I'm not doing this anymore. Throw in the towel, you know, close the doors and not worry about them. Gave up dreams of years that they had, you know, worked at for years and years. Now right. they just shut the doors and give it up. This man was going through it so much so that he decided to take his own life. He decided to take his own life. And on this podcast today, um, and I know Diane, you feel the very same way. There is an answer that is not in giving up. There's an yeah, answer yeah. that is not in suicide and suicide, you know, fighting against your neighbor and fighting against the person on the highway. There is another answer. And so I'm going to start off with um, the first Psalm 142, verse 1. It says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. Now, this is David. David is talking in Psalms 142. David is in a cave at this time because he's being chased by Saul. Saul is going to kill him, and he doesn't know what to do. Now, here we are. David loves Saul. No matter what Saul does to him, David loves Saul. But Saul keeps coming after David to kill him, not because of anything David did to him, but because David was called by God to take Saul's place. Saul stepped out of line. God said, now it's time for me to put somebody else in your position. David didn't do anything to be running from Saul. He didn't do anything to have to run into a cave and stay there running for his life. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything to cause it. And yet here he is in a cave. Today, if we look at our situation, we can say we didn't do anything to ask for this. COVID came out of nowhere. We did not ask for COVID to take our parents. We didn't ask for COVID to take our family members. We didn't ask for COVID to shut down our businesses, to shut down our jobs, to have it so we can. We didn't ask for any of this. We didn't ask for any of it. Yet here we are in this cave in 2021, trying to figure out, is it time to come out? Is it time to move forward? Is it time to do what we're supposed to be doing? When is the time going to come? When is the tragedy going to stop? 
when is COVID going to calm down and shut up so that we can move forward and do what it is that we want to do? But God is saying, I don't care nothing about COVID. COVID is not my focus. You are my focus. And what he's saying is, just like David stated, cry unto the Lord with, with a voice. With your voice unto the Lord, cry out your supplication. Tell the Lord what it is that you need. Tell him. I know a lot of you probably say, well, I've said, I told God what it is that I need. God knows what we need. He's looking down here at us and, you know, we're losing our apartments. We're losing our homes. We're losing our cars. Everything is up in the air. But have you tried just crying it out, surrendering? surrendering yourself to the Lord and crying out to him and saying, this is my supplication. This is what I need from you. And if this is not, I always say, what we cry out for may not be what we need for the moment. God knows our needs. He knows what it is that we, we need to do right now. He knows what it is we need to do to prepare for tomorrow. He knows all that. He says, if I will, if the birds don't have to worry about what they're going to eat. Why are you going to worry about what you have to eat? He knows it already. So we have to learn how to stop fighting against the world. Stop fighting against our family members. Stop fighting against what is going on. And turn our cry unto the Lord. Turn our cry unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. So Diane, what well, about verse that, two? Mm -hmm. Yeah, verse two. Um... It says, I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all of my troubles. Mm -hmm. Well, see here, David, he wasn't complaining mm -mm. to God. He was just pouring out everything that was in him. He was confused. He, he didn't know what which way to go. So he was just emptying everything out to God. Like you said, God knows what we're going through. He already know. He already knew before we even started what we were going to go through. But it feels better to just pour out yourself to God. Let him know what you're going through. Empty everything that you're holding. Mm -hmm. Because when you hold stuff in like that, your mind began to play games with you. So if you just sit down, pour out your heart to God, just call on him you're letting god see that you're trusting him that's right and once you get all of that stuff out god can begin to work with you and see to me you're submitting yourself to god and you're just like god here i am i have given you everything i have let you know everything that's bothering me mm -hmm. help turn it around help turn me around and I, I just feel like this is how people are feeling today. It's like we're going through the aftermath of last year. That's right. People are beginning to like feel what's left, what mm -hmm. they're going through. Like, for instance, um, I was telling you about uh, when I saw in the news last night where this young lady and her family they were getting evicted from their home because they were late with their rent. Well, what's happening, I feel like some of the renters are taking full advantage of when it's time to renew the lease. 
I don't think it's really anything they can do as long as you're in the house. But once that time comes to renew the lease, they're tired of waiting. So they're taking full advantage of people renewing their lease and it's their choice. If they don't want to renew your lease, then they don't have to. And it's stuff like that that's really, really weighing hard on people. And uh, speaking of the man in the uh, roadhouse, COVID, people don't, some people don't understand, especially if you haven't, you know, experienced it. COVID has um, after effects on some people. Mm-hmm. And there are people now that are dealing with different things from actually having COVID. Yeah. I experienced having COVID, uh, uh, but it wasn't as bad. I, I didn't have to end up in the hospital. Yeah. But I still experienced depression with it. Uh, I went through a little depression there with it. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Right now, I don't think I I was left with any after effect. But people are just going through right now. And our only refuge is to call out to God. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, you know, one thing, just to piggyback off of what you said, was our mind plays tricks on us. You know, when you're yes. going through, the enemy's tactic is to get your mind. He can't do anything mm-hmm. else. He does the same thing all the time. And that is get your mind off track. Get your mind onto what yes. he's saying and off track of what God is saying. And the thing is happening now is that people are sitting and they're thinking through what's happening. They're listening to what other people are saying. They're listening to the news. They're dealing with the after effects of, you know, still what's happening with Black Lives Matter. It's a whole lot of stuff going on. People are still losing family members. Even though we're not talking about the deaths as much in COVID, it's still happening. It is still happening. People are still losing loved ones. There is a spirit of division that is moving throughout our country right now. And that if we don't choose to call after God, if we don't choose to put him first, there's going to be so much turmoil and so much fallout from this one thing, whereas it could have been just COVID we're, we're dealing with. If we continue to deal with the things in the flesh and not in the spiritual realm, we're gonna have more fallout, we're gonna have more death, we're gonna have more chaos in this country than we've ever seen. We have got to turn our focus. We have got to realize we are not to be fighting against each other. It's as if the thing I always think about, I always think about the enemy holding um, these strings, you know, the puppet, the puppets, how they play with yes. the puppets. And they have them on strings and they have this wooden band up at the top and he's making their arms move and he's making their mouth move and everything. And that is what the enemy is doing. He's provoking. He's using people to provoke other people. He's using words that are said to provoke anger. He's doing all these things. We had the killing in Atlanta where the young man went in and killed, you know, lots of people at the salon. Then we have the killing in Colorado where the young man went in and killed. I don't even remember what place it was, the location that he went in and killed so many people at. But there's so much going on. The word of God says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Now that is a scripture I have been quoting within my home since COVID started in 2020, in the beginning of 2020. 
it's still the same scripture God is telling us to pay attention to. We have got to turn from our wicked ways so that he can hear us, heal our land, so he can do all that he's supposed to do. But we've got to put our focus. we got to keep our focus. So in verse 3 of Psalms 142, it says, When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, when I feel like I cannot deal with this any longer, when I feel like I cannot go on any longer, when I feel like this is it, I'm not going to deal with this any longer, this is it, I'm not having it, I, I'm not going to deal with them talking to me this way, dealing with, with, dealing with them day in, day out, I'm not going to deal with it. When it comes to that, he says, then thou knewest my path in the way wherein I walk have the privilege laid a snare for me. Let me read it again. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. My spirit was over, overwhelmed. He knew my path in the way wherein I walk have they privily laid a snare for me. The snare is being laid out for you. It knows because now you're overtaken. Now your spirit is overwhelmed. When your spirit is overwhelmed, you start doing things that you shouldn't do, that you wouldn't normally do. When your spirit is overwhelmed, you start saying things you wouldn't normally say. When your spirit is overwhelmed, you explode. You explode. Just like the um, the guy we were talking about earlier on the highway, so about merging into traffic. And because there was no easy merge on onto the highway, he shoots into the car next to him. That is, that is overwhelmed. That is overwhelmed because I can't imagine what would make me get so angry that I don't either stop if I can't get on the interstate or something, but what would make you pull out a gun and shoot into the next car? That's an overwhelm. That's when the enemy has grabbed, grabbed your mind and took it with him. That's when he says, I got you just where I want you and you are about to explode and I'm fixing to use this opportunity to make you explode. I'm fixing to destroy your life. I'm going to take everything that God thought he was going to do with you and I'm fixing to make sure he doesn't do it with you. The enemy at that point, when you have been overwhelmed, when your spirit is overwhelmed, you have had no release. You haven't called out to God and told him what your problems are. You haven't put out all of your, you know, supplications. You haven't did all of that. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be overwhelmed. That's why I feel like it was good for David to call out. Yeah. Because he felt himself getting to that point. That's right. And I feel like it's good for us to just call out mm -hmm. get it out because yeah. it's got to go somewhere that's right that's right and it can very easily go the wrong way that's just true. like that gentleman or whoever pulled out that gun that's right our people are suffering god's people are suffering and with this aftermath seems like that's going on i'm afraid even the ones that know who God is, know what he can do, may start getting a little shaky in their spirit. Mm -hmm. So the best thing we can do is just call out to him. Yeah. You know, just call out to him. Yeah. 
And uh, I want to go to verse four where it says, I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. David here, he was feeling abandoned. Mm -hmm. He was feeling rejected and isolated because he was in this cave. And he, it sounds to me also that his trust, yeah. he, he was having a hard time because Saul was dead in behind him. Yeah. And I don't think in reading about Saul, he was like, at yes. no end, yeah. I, whatever I got to do, yeah. I'm gonna get David. And true. yes, and David, you know, he he just, he was just at his wit's end. And like he said, there was no man to the right nor to the left. Well, you know, here today in life, we have our friends, yeah. but we also have those some of those friends where really don't want to look at our, listen at our problems. That's right. Because in their mind, they going through too. Mm -hmm. So we know God, he always listens. I don't care what you going through. He's always there listening. And irregardless how close you are to that friend, you may not can open up to that friend like you can open up to God. You can just open yourself up like somebody took a knife and cut you that's right. and just let God have it all. Mm -hmm. And that's the person that's going to solve the issue for you. So I feel like when people are going through, that's the, we got to find refuge in the Lord. Yeah. And even though no man you feel will listen at you or take on your problems and they won't no man can take on your issues and your problems like god and we should be open just open to call out to him and let him know what's going on with us yeah yeah and you know what just to go back a little bit you know, when David, before David cried out, you know, before he got uh -huh. to the point of crying out to God, you know, David crept up unnoticed and crossed the corner of Paul's road. Now, you know, I've heard a lot of preachers say, you know, he was just letting him know, I could have killed you, but I didn't. I had uh -huh. my hand on you. Yeah. Well, see, I think David had gotten to a little bit of overwhelming. Should I go ahead and mm -hmm. take him? <laughs> you know, because this man is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Saul was not stopping. Yeah. David was friends with Saul's son, and that did not matter with Saul. Saul was after David to kill him, and he was going to do yes. anything to do it. The enemy is after us to kill, steal, kill, and destroy. He will do yes. anything to do that, and he will not stop. And so the thing, the only thing that saves us is for our mind to be in Christ. Right. For our Faults to be in Christ, for our actions to be in Christ. Because if you give, if you give the enemy an inch, he gonna take a foot. I mean, if you give him a little bit of thought of maybe, maybe they are treating me wrong, or maybe, maybe they did say that about me, he will take. I, <laughs> I have um, preached on the fact 
that he will take one thought and build the whole story. You know, you could be sitting at home distressed, depressed, and whatnot. You thinking, oh my goodness, you could have one thought. I'm going to lose my job. You go from, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my house. I don't lost my house. I don't lost my car. I don't lost my family. I don't went through a divorce. You could have a whole movie be them played in less than 30 minutes. <laughs> and, then, and then you sit there and say, why do I do that to myself? Yeah. Because the enemy wants your mind. He wants yeah. your thoughts. He wants yeah. everything that he can get, but it's all up there in your head yeah. that he can control. But you know that word jealousy? Uh-huh. That word jealousy will cause you to do some crazy stuff. Every time. And Saul was jealous with a capital jack. <laughs> he was very jealous. He was. He was jealous over how David had become God's favorite. He was mm -hmm. jealous over the fact that his son yeah. cared a lot for David. Yeah. I mean, he was just jealous. Yeah. yeah. And here, life today, that word jealousy, yeah. it can cause some turmoil. It can cause people to get killed. This is true. Yes. This is true. And you know, the enemy is jealous of us. He's jealous oh, of yeah. our relationship with God. And even though, think about it. Now, we pray and we stand in the gap for many that have lost loved ones, that have dealt with sickness. Because, you know, like you said, there's a lot of aftermath that comes after COVID. So people, some people are dealing with different sicknesses that they didn't have, like heart trouble. Right. Different things that, you know, they didn't have before getting COVID. But at the same time, the enemy is still afraid. The enemy is still afraid of those that God brought through. The enemy is still afraid of those that God has his hand on. That he, you know, he's stopping the enemy from doing this. He's not allowing the enemy to take their soul or to scar their soul. The children that have been left, they have lost their parents. They still have a strength that they know not of. Mothers that have lost their children, they still have a strength that they know not of. And God is saying, call upon me. Here is my good book that you could go to anytime. It's gonna tell you just what to do. So in this season that we're in right now, if God sends you this word, Psalms 142, he's meaning for you to read it. He's meaning for you to saturate your hearts in it. He's meaning for you to do what it is that you need to do in order for it to come out of that darkness that you're in right now. Now, here we go into verse six, where it says, are we on six? Five. 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 I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. So here David got a revelation here. He says, I'm crying unto thee, O Lord. Thou art my refuge. You are going to give me protection. You are going to take care of me. I know who you are. I know who you have been. And the people of God, COVID is no different than anything else. If he brought you through other things, he'll bring you through this thing. I know it's very difficult to decipher when you lose someone. I've lost many people I love. It wasn't through COVID-19. There are things that are going to happen in life. There are things that we're going to go through in life. There are changes that are going to take place. But God is your refuge. He is your refuge. There's nothing that he will not do for you. There's nothing that he won't that he won't stand in front of. He'll put an end to the enemy, to the to the devil's plights against you. In um 
in Psalms 121, it says, the Lord shall, 121 verse 7 and 8, it says, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. He has your back. We don't have all the answers to why this and why that happened and why this happened. We don't have all the answers to everything. But what we do know is that when the enemy comes in and we cry out unto God, we turn from our wicked ways, we pray, we kneel, we bow down and we give him praise and honor. We realize who he is. He's there. He's there. He's going to give you comfort. He's going to give you answers that you didn't have. He's going to answer every question. All you have to do is be patient when you ask and be quiet. Be patient, be quiet. He's going to answer everything that you need because he is your refuge and your portion in the land of the living. And there's nothing, you know, David knew that. David knew, David knew when he was out um, with the sheep. He knew long before when he was last one thought of as the next king. He knew then God had stepped in and rescued him. He knew that God was on his side. Yes, he did. And you know, now I believe God has given all ministers an assignment all ministers, all pastors. Mm -hmm. Because we do have people out there that had not yet given their life to Christ. We do have people out there that are going through. Mm -hmm. And I believe in my heart, our assignment is to help those people through. That's right. I really do. That's right. Number six, it says, attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecution, for they are stronger than I. Right here, it just sounds like David was getting a little depressed. Yeah. And he, when you're depressed, it drains you. Yeah. And he was calling. He was calling on God because he was trying his very best not to get in that state. Right. And he didn't want to give up. And he Mm -hmm. knew if he called on the Lord, God was going to listen. Yeah. And he knows, David is at a point where he knows God is his refuge. That's right. So he's calling on him to just deliver him out of that state he's in right now. And God, God is gonna do it. Yeah. God is gonna do it because at this point, David is in full submission. Yeah. And when God sees that you are in full submission, then He can step in and do His work. Mm-hmm. Because once you're in full submission, that's letting God know you trust Him. That's right. So you're moving back. You trust Him. You got faith in Him, and you know without a shadow of a doubt. He is going to bring the situation through. He's going to bring you through the situation. All we got to have is uh, patience. Be patient. Mm -hmm. Remember, God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. He's not going to move in our time. He moves in his time. That's it. That's key right there. Trust him. That's right. Trust him. What's that song? Uh, 
he he he's right on time. He's an on time God. He's an on time God. <laughs> Sometimes that's right. You like you you at the end, the edge of that cliff. <laughs> that's right. Ready, you get ready to go mm. home. God reached out and he grabbed you. Yes, yes, yes. He reached out and he grabbed you. And David knew this. He knew God was going to bring him through. That's right. He just had to get past that state of mind that he was in. That's right. He he was at his wit's end. That's right. Now, you you done got that, um, you done got that song. (laughs) Oh, girl. You got that song in my spirit. (laughs) Oh my goodness. He's the old time God. He is. Old time God. And we have to realize is that regardless of what is going on, you can see in this in this um, Psalms 142 how David went back and forth. He went back, he spoke what he knew God was saying. He spoke what he knew God was doing. And then he will fall back into how he was feeling. And that is what I want to see to say to everyone is that you might be feeling one thing, but speak the word of God. Speak it anyhow. Speak it as it, it as it is already. Like even though you haven't received it, you know that it is coming. Speak it with faith. Speak it that I know this is the God I serve and I know this is what he'll do. No, I don't feel it right now. No, I don't feel like everything is working out the way it should. Everything is going the way it's playing, the way I thought God was going to do it. But I know that the plans that he has for us are for our good. And so we have to stand on it. We have to believe in that because there's nothing else that's going to change anything. There's nothing else that's going to help us to move into and to grow into what God has for us. So we have to be, we have to be strategic in our thinking. We have to be strategic in our doing. We have to be strategic in everything that God is saying. If it's not working out the way you plan, just call on him. Talk to God. Let him lead and direct you into the way that you should be going into so that you don't fall in a place that you don't have no business being. Sometimes situations move us out of where we need to move out of. You know, you perhaps you living in this apartment. You've been living in this apartment for the last eight years. And all of a sudden, now your landlord is trying to put you out. Now, you knew you were supposed to move out a long time ago. You should have been gone somewhere else. But you didn't even want to take the time to look. You had gotten comfortable. Sometimes situations happen to move us, to push us push us out of where we are, to push us out of the things that we're living in, to push us out of the place that we are. Sometimes things happen and they cause us to just fall. So we're thinking mentally, you got to get your thoughts right. If something has happened, open your eyes, talk to God, cry out unto him and say, what is it that you want from me? What is it that you want me to do in this season? This is not what I expected. This is not what I expected to go through. This is not what I want right now. But if you would just tell me which way you want me to go, which 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 direction do you want me to go in, I'll be sure to follow if you leave. That is what we have to let God know about. That is what we have to let him know, that we are constantly wanting to do what he wants us to do in our lives. We want him to be the leader. 
So I think I might be having lost my co-host. Uh, there's a car. It looks like she's not showing up here right now. So we'll see if she comes back in in a little while. But it looks like I might have lost her. Um, we'll see if she comes back in. We'll go ahead and go for, um, we're going to go ahead and read verse 7 while we wait to see if Minister Diane um, keys back in. It says, bring my soul out of prison that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about for thou shalt deal bountifully, bountifully with me. Bring my soul out of prison. He said, enough of this. I'm tired of the running. I'm tired of going through this. I'm tired of dealing with Saul. I'm tired of running from Saul. I'm tired. I'm tired. And many of us are saying the same thing right now. We're tired. We're frustrated. I said to my husband the other week, I said, um, last week, I said, I really, really want a vacation. I want to go somewhere. I want to do something, you know. And he was like, well, we're still going to have to make sure that we're not in a really crowded place or whatnot. And I realized it was just a feeling of overwhelming, feeling like, okay, woo, you know, I'm ready to kind of come out of this box a little bit. I need to do something. So what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? You cry out to God. You worship. You praise. You release in a different way. When we were in the world, we learned to release in parties. We learned to release in all sorts of things. I think my Diane is coming back home now. I see her name pop up. I think she may be joining us again. I think she's back. You back with us, Diane? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I told him, I said, I think I lost my co-host. Yes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but the that, enemy mad. I want you to know that. The enemy is mad. He's That's mad. All it is. He's That's mad. Right. But he, he don't stop the show. He don't stop the no, show. No, he don't. We continue to go. <laughs> <laughs> I had the ladies laughing this morning. I said, I don't die. I just multiply. You just got to keep going. <laughs> yes. No matter what. I refuse what. to let him have any kind of uh, glory. No. You I got all the glory here. There you go. I went ahead and I read the last um, verse of Psalms 142. Um, Bring my soul out of prison. I was saying this, um, David was tired of running. He was tired of putting up with Saul. He was tired of dealing with running in a cave, you know, staying in a cave, fleeing. Every time he got rested someplace, then here they here comes Saul coming to the next place that he was in. And so David had reached the place of saying, I'm tired, I'm frustrated. And I told him that, you know, I had um, wanted to, was talking to Daryl about wanting to take a vacation. And I said, I just want to get, you know, away a little bit. And that was that sense of overwhelming, you know, like another enough you know I'm just kind of tired of this lockdown right now but when you feel that way I told them if you worship if you praise the Lord we used to go to a party if we wanted to let loose on Friday we used to go out to eat for drinks and all of this when we wanted to let go and let our hair down so to speak but now the now that we know we are spirit made we are spirit made when you feed that spirit that same release you thought you were releasing with that flesh, that spirit, when you have that spiritual release, when you worship and when you pray and when you hit that pocket of that tired and frustrated, the tears will roll, everything will release and you'll feel a calming down, 
that, okay, I can do this a little bit longer. But you got to be willing to worship. You got to be willing to pray. You got to be willing to put him first. What do you think about it, Diane? That's where I think Saul was at. Yeah. In verse 7. Uh -huh. He was ready to praise God. Yeah. He was ready to praise all of the stuff David. out. David. He, he, yes. Um, yeah. I, this is what I tell people. When I was out there in the world, mm -hmm. like you said, I go party, dancing, have myself a good time. Get off all that weeks of frustration when I, you know, at work. Right. Now, I party with God. That's right. When I want right. to dance, I shout and give him praise. That's, That's my right. part. That's when right. I want to drink, I drink communion. <laughs> I drink his blood. There you go. <laughs> there so, you go. Hey, all it did, I'm still worshiping. I'm worshiping God now instead of worshiping the devil. I'm That's worshiping right. God. I'm doing That's the right. same thing, but I done turned it around. That's right. You switch partners. Yes, I did. <laughs> you switch partners, and there's nothing wrong. That is what we have to do. That's what we have to do with this season. I say it to anybody that's going through this morning, you think I cannot do this any longer. I cannot put up with this any longer. I, you know, I speak right now and we bind the spirit that tells a person to take their lives. We bind the spirit that tells a person to give up, to just walk away. We bind that spirit that tells you to separate to leave your spouse, you know, if you're not being abused, if you're not being, you know, treated, you know, awful, being abused or whatnot, then you should definitely seek God, seek God in all things, seek God in every way. Make sure that God is the first. He's the head of your household. And I mean, that's your temple, your household, your mind. He's the head over your mind, your spirit, your body, and your soul, that you will seek after him for every answer, that you will not get uh, perplexed in dealing with people out in the world, because there's a lot of people that are allowing the enemy to use them. A lot yeah. of people that they, you could go into a store and there's anger that rises up to such a point to where you don't know what's going on with people. They're lashing out, they're ready to fight, but I say seek God. If you know that maybe I should just chill out at home today. You know your spirit is not right to deal with people. Stay at the house. Stay at home. Use yeah. wisdom. Don't yeah. go out into the world and lash out your frustrations yeah. on other people. Don't do that because that causes more chaos, not just for them, for you too, for your family, for your finances. That causes a whole slew of issues to happen. So we must be mindful that we are to cry out unto the Lord and wait upon his answers, wait upon his healing and his deliverance. Wait upon it, wait upon it. As we close, Diana, what, what you got for him? I just want people to know, it ain't gotta be nothing fancy to call out to God. No. All you gotta say, throw up them hands and say, God, here I am. That's right. Here I am. Mm -hmm. And God will intervene immediately That's because right. you are letting him know that you are willing, able, and ready for him to take full control. Don't let the enemy play with your mind because that's the first thing the enemy gonna go for is your mind. So don't let the enemy play with your mind. Let God have full control in the name of Jesus. That is right, that is right. Yes. So we just, we just have to be 
mindful of the season that we're in, mindful of the trials and tribulations that we're in. And even though it hurts, even though we're going through, even though we don't know how it's going to play out, how it's going to end. If you put your trust in Jesus, if you put your time and your effort in what he desires, then you will see the things turn around in your life. You will see how if you're not being evil, if you're not being used by the enemy, if you're not, he's not dangling you around like a puppet, using you against other people, then God is going to show up on your behalf. He's going to do what it is you're asking yeah. him for. He's going to make a way out of nowhere. He's not going to leave you out in the cold. He's not going to leave you out to have to suffer. He will not, he will not suffer your foot to be moved. Yes. He is going to make sure that you stand and you stand fast in what he has already claimed and called out for your life. Yes. I also um, want to leave everyone with this scripture. I love the scripture. I got it highlighted, I think, in every Bible I got. And it is Matthew 11, 28. And it reads, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Yes. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. I read this all the time. When things start getting a little heavy on my heart, mm -hmm. I grab this and I read it. Because like I said, you know, you can be hit with things, multiple things at one time, mm -hmm. or just one thing in particular that's weighing heavy, heavy on your heart. Pick up yeah. the word. Yeah. There's always a word in this Bible for you. That's right. If you are a person that don't know the Bible that well, mm -hmm. get with someone. Yeah. Call someone. I'm pretty sure there's someone in your life yeah. that knows God's word. Mm -hmm. Get prayer. Let them show you where you can find your answer. Don't That's let right. the enemy mess with you. That's right. That's right. And on that note, we are going to close out and we're going to close out with prayer um, because prayer is what brings us through. Prayer, yeah. that word, that fasting is what brings us through. Some things only come out through prayer and fasting. So let us pray. Father God, we come to you today. We're thanking you. We're thanking you for being the Alpha and Omega. We're thanking you for being our beginning and our end. We're thanking you, Father God, for being a forgiving God, because we ask of you to forgive us. We repent right now in the mighty name of Jesus of anything that we thought, done, or spoken. Father God, that was not good in your sight. We thank you to this day. And we ask of you, Father God, to go into every household, every ear gate that is listening to this podcast, Father. We ask of you to go into their household and speak to them. Tell them what it is that you need from them, Father God. When they ask of you, Father God, to change this and change that, we ask, Father God, that you speak to them. You let them know what it is they need to lay down, what it is they need to pick up. We ask that you give them direction and guidance in every aspect of their lives right now, Father God, in this season, Father. How to come out of this, how to come out of this mindset that they find themselves in, Father. 
we're thanking you right now. We're thanking you for raising them up, raising up those that feel that they've already died, that those dry bones are just laying still. We ask you, you to wake them up, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them that newness that you say belongs to them right now in Jesus' name. So, Father God, yes, God. until we come again, until we come again all together, Father God, worshiping you, praising you, and honoring you, we love on you this day, God. We open our hearts up to you. We leave them with you, Father, that you may pour your love Thank into you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we glorify you on this day. And we say amen. Amen, amen. everybody. Amen. amen. And so until we talk again next Saturday, you all be blessed. And make sure, make sure that you keep your mind set on him. Cry unto yes. him. Give him all those things that are lingering over your heart. And he is sure to give you answers of what you do. Amen. Amen. Okay, Diana. Until the next time, you be, be blessed. blessed. All right. <laughs>